Hey there everyone, uh, my name is Tyler and uh, welcome back to the uh, Wellspring Church Podcast. Today uh, we pick up in um, our little podcast series on becoming a welcoming church, uh, talking about this book uh, by Tom Rainer, Becoming a Welcoming Church. And this is our uh, second installment of uh, this little series and uh, last week we talked about um, uh more or less the why behind becoming a, a welcoming church. And we said that it is a, uh, it is for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of, of God's church and his kingdom, uh, for why we would want to uh, be a welcoming church and, and uh, being uh, active and, and participating in uh, pursuing guests and people that we don't uh, know or haven't seen before and uh, making them feel welcome uh, here at our church mm -hmm. and uh, so this week uh, what we want to do is just get into practically what does that even look like uh, because we're all different we have different personalities different strengths and weaknesses and uh, so for what it means for me to try to uh, live this out it's going to look differently than what it is uh, for Aaron or, or for Mary Jo because uh, we're just different people mm -hmm. and uh, we interact differently differently and we uh, see things a little bit differently so uh, we just want to take some time to give you guys some some ideas on how uh, you might pursue uh, being a welcoming church member uh, here at Wellspring. Mm -hmm. So, uh, guys, I'll open up to you. Um, what are some things that you pulled just from uh, from reading this book uh, about how to practically uh, be active and, and participate in uh, being a welcoming church member? Ladies first. Go ahead. Well, what... This is not from the book, but it's from an interview I uh, saw with Tom Rainer. He talked about how once or twice a month, their family tries to invite a, a new family out to lunch. And he said his son is a pastor at a church plan, and they have about 200 people. So it's about of the size of Wellspring. So you can pretty easily pick out who's new. And he just goes up to them and says, hey, do you guys want to go eat somewhere for lunch? Everybody has to eat lunch, but mostly people are going to eat somewhere. So... Um, that was something we did actually last Sunday, and we knew the people who had been visiting, but it was still fun to, there's something about having a meal with someone and having your kids spill their drink or whatever they're doing, but um, it takes it from, from the church to just more intentional hospitality, even if it's not dinner at your house. Even We were at the Mexican place in town, so um, that was one thing that I really liked, um, and it wasn't from the book, but it was from Tom Rainer. Um, another thing... Um, that he really hit hard on was the most awkward time for visitors is right before the worship service starts. People are sitting in their chairs or pews, whatever you have at your church, and the guest is sitting there by themselves and no one is talking to them. So they said that's the most awkward time for um, visitors. And really on staff, we can't usually go in there and talk to people because we're pulled in tons of other directions. So this is another reason why it's so important for other people to read the book and take this upon yourself to go, you know, look for the stranger. Look for the stranger. Yeah. yeah. yeah look for the stranger. Yeah. I'll use it. I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Mary jo. I think, you know, I look at, um, if, if you're not on the welcoming team or you want to be on the welcoming team. And like we had said last week, this is for introverts. If it's just something I think in some ways and extroverts, obviously, but introverts, are sometimes the best people mm -hmm. at this task because they're methodical. And what I mean by that is it's not it's not that they're not uh, wooden, but I've just noticed they get a system down yeah. and they're very they're a lot more thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And 
people know people want genuine yeah they want a genuine connection not i um you know i i think if i'm a pretty outgoing guy and if they get it and if i shake their hand they're gonna go well, that guy's not genuine meaning if there's a critique mm -hmm. of an outgoing person it's that he talks to everyone or she right. talks to everyone um that's my advertisement for saying if you want if you're interested in being on the team on, mm -hmm. on a welcome team like and you feel any tug and i'll wait a little bit for the holy spirit to convince you now <laughs> But I'm, I'm serious, like it, you're, what you think you're gifting is or where you think you are in terms of introvert, extrovert, I wouldn't let that persuade you one way or the other because I think some of the, maybe some of the best are introverts. That said, there are things that, there are little things that we would like to do better to be a welcoming church, to be a little more intentional. Um, and that comes from a little bit more full team. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you're interested in any of the things we talk about, I'll use that as an advertisement for my yeah. team. But that said, I think what you said, we don't, you don't have to be on the team to do these things. Right. If you see someone in the, in the worship center feeling awkward, you know what that's like. You don't mm -hmm. like it. And Go sit with them. Yeah. 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 He talks in the book about how two of his best greeters when he was a pastor were super introverted people. So it's not who you expect it to be. Yeah. 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 So, you know, one of, oh, go ahead, Tyler. Yeah. yeah. So I would consider myself more introverted than extroverted probably mm -hmm. you guys may think otherwise I don't know um, uh, but I do find that um, for me personally it's it's uh, not too big of a task to to strike up a conversation yeah. with somebody and, and just start talking to them um, even somebody who I've never met before don't mm -hmm. have any uh, background about you know who they are or um, or where they where they come from or how they got here, but those are questions I start asking. Mm -hmm. You know, um, usually it's uh, fam family, um, occupation, uh, uh, religion, and what's the what's the other one? Politics. Politics. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's another one, another yeah. question that you can yeah. ask. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's a, just a series of questions that you can ask. Yeah. You get to know people, and and when you start talking, you can um, obviously build from there. Uh, we have conversations every day. Yeah. So, you know, talk to somebody. Just don't... Uh... Be interested yeah. in them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people what? like to talk about themselves. They Scott do. and I were at Subway one time, and this guy had a shirt on about um, manufacturing ceramics. And he said, I wonder what that's about. And I said, well, ask him. So he did. And, and they had this 10-minute long conversation. And he said, I forget that people like to talk about themselves. So most of the time, people are going to talk to you and answer your questions and and feel good about it you're yeah. not now I, they, he, they do talk in here about being fake and that, that, that's yeah. a turnoff for people but most people are genuine and they actually want to know about the person they're talking yeah, to yeah it goes back you what you said that the fake side goes back to what we talked about last week mm -hmm. if if there is a smidgen of honest to goodness i'm excited about jesus yeah. i'm doing this for him yeah. I, I think that comes through yeah it, even if it's a little like who's whose motives are 100% pure mm -hmm. in anything, right? We're humans. And so yeah. if you're just a little bit, you know, this is a little bit canned for me, but I'm going <laughs> to... We're not giving out gold stickers. Yeah. How many visitors you but I think, to. Right, right, right. But yeah. Well, we will do that on the, yeah. on the welcome team. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but I think that the, there is a danger at, yeah. at saying, you know what, I'm just I'm going to strong arm this. I'm not going to rely right. on God's grace. And I think that's when we cross over into the... Um, this is fake, and they're know? just looking to grow their numbers. They're just, and and mm -hmm. that's that that is not our heart, right? Uh, and uh, 
we just we want we want people honest to goodness, motivated by the grace of God yeah. that He's worked in their life, and um, and just taking a little step of awkwardness mm-hmm. and 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 asking the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if you are introverted and, and uh, maybe you are a little bit awkward, um, uh, figure out who the extroverts are and go talk to go those hang people. Out <laughs> just uh, yeah. have, have two questions that you've memorized, yeah. and that's all you need to say, and, and you just let them talk. and You won't shut them up. You no, but, but really, I mean, most of the time, if you go ask somebody questions, um, you're going to be doing more listening yeah. than, than talking. Right. Yes. And... I find that when you get somebody talking about things that they're interested in, yeah, um, things open up tremendously. Mm-hmm. They open up. They uh, begin to feel comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. They begin to feel comfortable with their surroundings. And then when they go home later that day, they associate their experience with that conversation um, that they had with you, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, that's how the gospel works. Right. That's how the gospel yeah. works, isn't it? it? Does. I mean, how many times you would be? Well, I shouldn't say how many times. I, I kind of try to make it a practice to to do what you and, and Scott did and you meet someone or you're interested or you hear that, that nudge is to ask them a question um, about the tattoo. There's, I haven't met a yeah. person with a tattoo that doesn't want to talk about it. I, it isn't, I'm not being yeah. that bad way. I mean, yeah. they were passionate enough about something to put ink on their skin. And so mm-hmm. you, I can't tell how many times you um, people can ask questions of someone and eventually, uh, I'm getting a little bit outside the scope of this book, but welcome. I mean, it gives you the concept, but even the concepts here you can use on Wednesday and Thursday where you ask someone questions and enough that they're going, you know, he's asked me enough questions or she's asked me enough questions. I should ask them. So then they turn around and ask you and you just spill the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like I'm passionate about Jesus. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I love you is not because I like you. You're not a lovable person, but Jesus Christ, no, yeah. but right. Jesus Christ is the reason. And it comes out of those, it comes out of those little things you can practice here on Sunday in a safe place where you know they're coming in because they want to hear Pastor Scott or, or, or Tyler reached out to their students that week. And you know, they're here, you, you kind of know the reasons they're here and it's a safe place to practice some of those principles. This, um, quote that I read earlier, I put with it, um, Ann Voskamp, she said, our theology is best expressed in our hospitality. Yeah. And I think that is just sums it up. Like, that's why we do what we do. I had a, a met a new friend recently. Her daughter's on Molly's cheer squad. And the other night, she said, hey, I didn't realize you were part of Wellspring. And I said, yeah. She said, that's on our list of churches to visit. But my husband works on Sunday, so I hate to go by myself. And I said, well, I sit by myself every Sunday. Come sit with me. So just... It was a little awkward for me to say that because I thought, I don't want her to feel like I am, I'm the pastor's wife, so I'm going to say that. But I actually do sit by myself so she can come sit with me. So I think just putting yourself out there, even as an extrovert, that was awkward for me. But putting yourself out there for the sake of the gospel. Yeah. I mean, it's not for you and it's not for Wellspring. It's for Jesus. It's for Jesus, yeah. yeah and, uh, if you guys are looking for uh, some good biblical examples of this, mm-hmm. um, one of the first ones that comes to mind for me is um, uh, Paul talking about um, uh, Peter and Barnabas mm-hmm. in Galatians chapter 2 verses 11 through 21. Um, go, and, go and read that account and just see how um, our, um, our beliefs about scripture, about the gospel, mm-hmm. our doctrine uh, should drive our practices. Always. Um, because at least in that account, um, Peter's, um, Peter's practice and Peter's doctrine were not lining up. No. And, uh, and Paul says that it made him a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And it did. 
Um, he believed one thing and he, he did another. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew that he could um, sit and eat and, and have fellowship uh, with the Gentiles as a, as a Jewish Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when the other Jews from, from Jerusalem showed up, he stopped eating with them. And he, he only ate with the Jews. And, and uh, he led some others um, astray to, to sin. And, and uh, Paul says, no, that's not, that's not how it works. Um, that's not the gospel. That's not how um, it is to play out in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't work like that. And um, if, our, if, our go- if our gospel practice does not match up with our, with our gospel beliefs and doctrine, um, then we really are. We're, we're just being hypocritical. Mm-hmm. And um, I know um, um, I don't want that because I, I, um, I want to be as faithful as I can as a, as a follower of Jesus. And, and, uh, and I know you, that you guys don't either. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we'll get ready to, to bring this to a close here. But um, I'd like to, to just give a few uh, very, very practical things that you guys can do um, every Sunday. And then I'll let you guys respond and, and have a last word before we close up. But um, uh, a few things that for all of us that we can do to, to, to put this into practice again is to um, follow up with somebody. Mm-hmm. If you had a conversation with somebody the week before or somebody from the church called you or somebody in, in, your, in your home group or whatever, somebody that you met the week previously, um, try to follow up with them mm-hmm. the next week. Uh, that's going to show that you um, um, are, have been thinking about them throughout the whole week, mm-hmm. um, that you have um, continued to, um, to pursue them and, and to um, care about them and what's going on and whatever their situation is. So, so go and follow up with them. Uh, Mary Jo, you already mentioned one earlier. Uh, invite somebody new out to lunch or mm-hmm. over to your house or out to uh, do something. If you want to build relationships with people in your church, um, invite them to do things. Mm-hmm. Just, just invite them. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, say, you know, work, work on finding another time. Yeah. Um, but in, invite somebody. And uh, the last one is uh, meet or greet someone new. It doesn't have to be a visitor. Um, it can be somebody who you just maybe have sat across the across the row from mm-hmm. um, for months or even years and just have never talked to. Mm-hmm. Go finally meet that person. Yeah, you know, uh, learn their name, uh, learn the people's names in in your church. And I know I'm still working mm-hmm. on that, and and maybe just as guilty of not knowing um, everybody's names as as anybody else. But um, those are are three very practical things that you can um, actively do to participate in being a welcoming church Mm -hmm. so before we close do you guys have anything else you you would like to say i think just the intentionality factor i think pray before you come to church on sunday morning for boldness i mean scott's talking about the holy spirit um pray for boldness and and pray for a opportunity to meet someone new and i guarantee you probably will have that i think i i would uh, give another advertisement as i did in the beginning just if, if you if you do that a little bit, you go, hey, I think I'm pretty good at this. Um, I'd encourage you to, to come talk to me. And, and Or I'm not good and I want to be better. Yeah, or yeah, either one. Well, we don't want... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't work with you if you're not good yeah. already. No. Um, but really, we... There are little parts, like I said, we we want, we would love to make little parts on the on the on the welcome team a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some positions that we'd love to fill, and so if you if you anything in this here is pricked your heart, by all means. And maybe there's some we haven't shared all the ideas in the book. Maybe you have a different idea. By all means, come come see us. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, once again, um, we are offering uh, this book, or there are at least books going around uh, in our church um, that you can uh, pick up either from the Connection Center or from somebody you know um, who is reading this book or, or has read this book um, if you want to, to learn more um, about becoming a welcoming church and a welcoming uh, church member. Uh, we advise you to uh, go and pick up this book and, and read it along with us and to continue the conversation. And so we, we just hope that this has been helpful for you, that, that we have given you something uh, practical to, to think about and, and align your, your practice uh, with your doctrine and your beliefs uh, so that you can uh, live consistently within the church. And uh, I'm Tyler, and this is um, uh, we've done this with, with uh, Aaron and, and Mary Jo, and this is Wellspring Church Podcast, and we just thank you guys for uh, joining in on us, uh, on, in on this with us uh, this week.